welcome to the family bookshelf. My name is Amber from ambitionsforchrist.com and with me tonight is my husband Nick, the game schooling dad. I'm gonna do four board books. <laughs> we and by board I don't always mean that they make you bored. They're actually just board books that your kids can handle. I love board books because they are the ones that I can give even our little eight month old and he can gnaw on them right. and they get to experience books and I don't have to sit there and be like, please don't tear the page. Please don't tear the page. Watch out for that page. Turn it gently and repeat those words ad nauseum. So board books are just one of my favorite. Like it is. They're just awesome starting points to get your kids loving books from the first time. Oh, on. yeah. They're a lot of fun. Um, I like that. Yeah, they're just hearty. <laughs> we can use them for a while. And these have been used and loved on. So the first one I'm going to talk about is one that the kids have enjoyed um, off and on. I enjoy it for a very specific reason, and it's called Hush Little Baby by Sylvia Long. Based on the, the nursery rhyme, like, yes. hush little baby, you don't, don't say a word, mama's gonna buy, buy you a mockingbird. And I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that because what you're gonna focus on is that word, buy. Yeah. Yes, because everything in that book, mama's gonna buy you this, mama's gonna buy you that. And Sylvia Long, at the very beginning of the book, she actually explains before, you know, the book starts... She has a little thing that explains she didn't like that. You know, experiences are what mothers want to have with their kids. They don't want to just buy them a toy and send them on their way. They want to have an experience with their child together. You know, those loving, tender memories you have of your own parents are when you're doing something together, not just something they handed you and walked away with. And so she talks about... Um, she goes through and she talks about, you know, the, the mama instead, you know, they're, they're, we're going to go listen to the crickets call. We're going to go... You know, snuggle with your favorite blankie. We're going to do all these different things. And it follows beautifully. The cadence, the pictures are gorgeous. And it is. It's a short little board book. It's fun because you can still sing it if you want to, like the nursery <laughs> rhyme. And I don't know. It's just one of those, like, I found, like, when I'm reading it, I relax. even, <laughs> And I'm like, it does. It focuses on those things that you want to do and you want to have with your own child. And I just, I really enjoy that one. It's probably one of those ones that if I can find a copy of this, it's one of those ones I want to give away as a gift to, like for baby showers and yeah. stuff, because it's just like that, oh, sweet, I love it. And, and I don't, I, I mean, when I first read it, I didn't really care for it, mostly because of the nursery rhyme. But once you explain it to me, like what it's about, it's like, oh, that makes way more sense. I love the idea of teaching kids to want experiences as well, as opposed mm -hmm. to teaching them to want stuff. Yeah, things, just get me more things because you know, this broke or yeah. Things are so fleeting, and I, I and when you explained it to me that she's gotten rid of the word buy, I went back and looked at it. I was like, oh, you're you're right. I had noticed that. You know, we've mm -hmm. just become so accustomed, and it's, and it's easy, and especially in the American world and the you know today's world, where you just buy something and it fixes your problems. Yeah, and that's not how life is, and mm -hmm. we don't want life to become that—a meaningless parade of stuff. Yeah, you know. Well, and I think I like it because yes, it's just a board book, but these are those things that your kids will remember, and these are stories and ideas that do get planted in their minds, and they, you know, are able to quote and remember these songs. I mean, there's a reason our kids remember nursery rhymes. There's a reason we remember nursery rhymes when we're grown up, even because they stick in your mind. And so I like the idea that it's something that's going to stick in their minds. That's in a positive message and a, I don't know if. Again, just an experience affirming message versus <laughs> sure. just get me more junk that I don't want to clean up off the floor and I'm going to whine when I, yeah. Mm. <laughs> don't ask why I'm saying that tonight. <sighs> okay. 
Uh, my next one is actually one that we just got this last year, yeah. and I was over the moon. This is probably my favorite baby gift that I got for our fourth child. <laughs> so if my Martin family's listening, good job. You did it. <laughs> um, this is a board book doing the retelling of The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. And it's a good retelling, (laughs) such a good shortened version of The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. Um, We did name our child, our fourth child, after C.S. Lewis. Um, So it was very special and meaningful because we hadn't ever seen anything for little kids that was C.S. Lewis related. And so when they found this for us, I was just over the moon that and now our kids it's so nice because our kids kind of got to fall in love with this and then later on we did go read the actual chapter book this year and it really helped them kind of anticipate what was coming next so that i guess the the witch wasn't like some big scary thing that just surprised them and all these different things like that it just kind of it's sad and it's scary when aslan is is killed i mean it's it's and i remember laura i think crying you know, she yep. had beautiful tears in her eyes, and she knew what was coming. Yeah. It wasn't hidden, you mm-hmm. know, and she, we kind of had to, I think we had to stop and talk to her, like, why did this have to happen, and, you know, what's this really mean, and yeah. how powerful was that when, yeah. you know, that happened, so. This, in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, it is, it's just such a good story. It, I mean, he does such a brilliant job of the, you know, bringing the gospel message through in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Just, yeah, little kids. And it's so nice that this book is a good retelling of it. Because yes. we've all seen the bad retellings. We we also went and watched the movie with the kids as well. And while it wasn't necessarily not true to the book, it also just didn't have the same heart or passion behind it. Unfortunately, yes, because you could tell it was being made more like by a Hollywood source where the gospel was not the central storyline they were trying to tell yeah. almost. And there, it, you, there it came things. through. Even the kids were frustrated. They're like, why are they not focusing on this? Yes. And... The, the focus was on like this battle at the end. And like in the book, the battle's already won. Aslan shows up and the battle's over. Yep. So it's like it's it's clear that the person making the movie didn't understand right. the book. Uh, they they yeah, So... So, yes, the that's, fact that this is a good retelling is really what saves it. it yes. What holds it up. Yes. And I would highly recommend um, the board book version. <laughs> I can't believe it exists and I am thrilled it does. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe oh, yeah. by C.S. Lewis I'd in board book. I'd recommend anything by C.S. Lewis. Oh, I know. You know? Yes. <laughs> from, from the Wine Lich Wardrobe board book to mere christianity screw tape letters which basically I'm sure we'll CS... all have you know yes. <laughs> we'll have episodes about those later oh yes <laughs> long episodes this one's a short one for a reason <laughs> all right and then the next one is actually one i got for the kids i think it was christmas like two or three years ago was now it, was it barry's first or was it laura's first it was one of i mean it's been a we few had years had it forever and it's gone everywhere with us too. yes it has and it's <laughs> It's still in great realize. shape. It's I mean, actually holding book. up. I'm actually amazed how well this one has held up as I'm sitting here looking at it going, oh, wow, that's actually lasted and us a while. All, they've drug it everywhere. They've stomped oh. on it. They do all the stuff that kids are just going to naturally do. They do. Books. And that's, I again, mean, that's the great part about board books is they hold up to that. That's, I mean, that's why I get them these because then I don't have to be all like, oh, what are you doing to the book? <laughs> so it is called The Biggest Story ABC by Kevin DeYoung. Um, I will caveat... The illustrations in this one are kind of weird. And if I had gone off it by illustrations, I never would have picked this book. The kids actually do enjoy it because it's like these fun, weird off colors, I think. I just don't like it (laughs) (laughs) that way. 
So I will just say that right up front. Like if you're expecting like some gorgeous illustration, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> I kind of had because I'd heard such good things about this book. And then when I got it, like I looked inside and I'm like, oh, that's kind of ugly. <laughs> that's, that's not fair. That's they're not me. that bad. They're, they're, they're not. Just not you're, they're not normal. Or they're they're not, not traditional illustrations, sure. especially is what um, you would expect. I'm trying to think of a word. They're just not realistic. Yes. Uh, they're just very, I don't know. Mod- I- iconic or iconorific. Maybe. I don't know. Like, it's more like icons versus full pictures. Sure. And you could go, you could go I, that. I don't know. I don't know if that would be even the right way, but it's like the emoji version or something. Once you get past the pictures, however, though, the, the ABCs are actually yes. really solid. And I and I say that from someone who really got so sick of ABC books We're all three years ago. Yes. It's not even funny. <laughs> I, there's days where I'm like, if they bring me an ABC book, I'm just like, nope. They're, they're long. They're kind of predictable. You know what's coming. You know everyone's going to struggle with X, Y, and Z. Yeah. <laughs> And Q. They oh. stop being fun pretty quickly. But this one s- stays pretty solid. This one stays really solid. It walks you through the Bible story yeah. using the ABCs. I have to giggle because the letter G is for the word gnats. And I'm like, that's so wrong. Because <laughs> it doesn't say that sound. Like, why couldn't sound. God have sent the gnats? I don't know. Anyway, that's probably the one that I still have to giggle about the most when I flipped through this book was their use of the letter G. But... Other than that. There's I, always a few in there where it feels like there's a stretch. Oh, it's yes. like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but they did a very good job um, bringing the Bible down to a picture book level and using the ABCs to just tell the the gospel story in a kid-friendly way. And I think what I love is it points them to the cross. You know, you, you know, all have sinned. Here's the cross. This is the story of all stories. And, and, and it's if awesome. I remember right, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it not only goes ABCs, but it also kind of stays in order of the Bible. It does. And it goes through the entire Bible. It does. So it doesn't just focus on any one thing, and it actually stays in order, which is pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as the way this tells the story, I'm far, and it's why I'm holding it right now, because not only did the kids enjoy it, and they do like it, um, it's fun because they can kind of, they joke that, like, I just read my whole Bible, and like, one minute or something and it's kind of true because you start with in the beginning adam and you go all the way to let's see oh yep here's the end where we are now at zion which is the final you know when god turns the new world and it's now zion and you go adam to zion (laughs) and just a few short things you've gone through the whole bible and it's awesome and the kids can definitely hear it's what I like is it is it's full on just gospel story. Here's the redemption. Jesus died for you. There's victory over sin in the end. The end. I you mean, really can't get enough of that. I mean, and yeah, if we hear that every day, yeah. all day long, that we'd still should just fall on our knees and just be amazed at right. the gospel story. I just right. Well, and I find I mean, most of all, this is and why I picked this book was. If there's one story, my kids, I want my kids to hear every day of their lives from the moment they're born to the moment they die. <laughs> it's this story. And it's the greatest story. It's the best story. And therefore, they even can have it in a board book. So I don't have to sit there and yell at them to be gentle to the pages. <laughs> <sighs> so those are the three board books in the stack that I love and my kids love. Then there's this fourth one in the stack that my kids love, and I can't stand well, it. I think they love it for a very specific reason. And there is a very special reason why they love it. And I will 
grant him that and it's why it's still on their shelf and I'm still reading it to him even when I want to bang my head against the wall some days your parents got this book it's called room on the broom it's actually i mean that's a pretty well-known little book they it got is. it there's, in a, board there's book. a regular book version of it the author has a few other things they've written yes so. um it was cute your parents got it for him i think it might have even been when i was in the hospital having one of the kids or something along those lines like they bought it as a special gift present because of that and i think it was actually your sister made a little bow a little witch wand and um oh, what else was the other one was it, was it the broom was no. it the broom was it the hat the hat okay thank you there was three she made the three things the witch um that's on this broom and flying around and picking up friends that need room on her broom are flying around and she keeps dropping things and they have to go find them well his sister in a very i mean it's a very creative little idea of she made these items so whenever they get lost in the book, the kids have to actually go find these items hidden around the house. And so it kind of breaks up the book because it is a long book, which oh, yeah. is the other reason I find it kind of tedious. And so it does it does a good job of breaking up that story. It takes a little prep before you have to prep. hide those things. Yeah, you yes. know. And the kids got to the point where they wanted to hide them for the for each other. And let me go hide this and you know, he'll go hide this and they And got then to they had to little fight little... over who got to hide which right. item because they had their favorite items and it become a bit, it became a bit hectic. It got tedious. <laughs> and they wanted to do this, oh my goodness. They would not only do it every day, they would do it four, five, six times like in a row. Oh my every goodness. Day. I remember reading it several times, like I, I, enough is enough, guys. This is crazy. Yeah. And so it's one of those books now that if you ever want a good idea, that is actually a really clever idea. It was cute, yeah. It, it was, was very cute and fun. Just do it somewhere. Where the parents don't have to do it forever and always. <laughs> <laughs> like, take this somewhere special, do it once, and then leave it at grandma's house. I don't know. Maybe that'd just be me. But anyway. <laughs> and I don't know. I struggle with Room on the Room, partly because there is like a witch character, which then led to the yeah. conversation of like, what's a witch? Why is there right. a witch? And I was like, oh, great. Now yeah. we have to have that conversation yeah. right now. And then my hardest part, too, is also the pictures in it are kind of weird. And the witch is kind of, I don't know. I won't say scary per se, but she's just not a as friendly looking of a character as I think I'd want in a kid's book. I mean, I don't know. And that's just me being the, nitpicky at the that point. Pictures are kind of shorted because it's so long. I mean, every is. page is filled with words. It is. And it's like that's not necessarily a bad thing, but this is a picture book. In fact, this is a board book. It's a board book. I think that's the hardest part too, is you don't realize like all these other board books I've mentioned, there's a few words on a page. That's it. Yeah, it's mostly pictures. It's mostly pictures, and it's short because you're reading this to little, little, little kids that have the attention span of a, you know, mosquito. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how say <laughs> they don't. This one's sit just the opposite. One. This one's ninety percent words and ten percent pictures. It is it's like that's just it's too long. I mean, I've, and that's the hardest part too is like just to get them engaged for that full time is really hard. Yeah, so I not, and if we're not playing the game, it's it's too long and they don't want to sit through it. Yes. So, I, my, again, my kids love it, which is why I made the stack. I can't stand it, which is also why I made the stack. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks so much for listening to our stack of board books, which was Hush Little Baby by Sylvia Long, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the board book edition by C.S. Lewis, The Biggest Story ABC by Kevin DeYoung, and Room on the Broom by Julia Donaldson. Um, I hope you guys can join us, uh, find us on Facebook so you can 
stay up to date on our latest episodes. And if you ever want to send a message, send me a message at amber at ambitionsforchrist.com. And be sure to find Nick on Instagram at the Game Schooling Dad. Thanks so much for joining us today.